Welcome to Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast with your hosts, Laura Katina and Amy Mara. This podcast was created for businesswomen in particular who are juggling pursuing their career, family life, and all of the things that come along with it. We know that building a career, running a business, and running your life can sometimes seem near impossible. In the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast, Laura and Amy are going to share their experience of building their own careers as female attorneys, raising a family, and their journey to maintain wellness through it all. With more than 25 years of combined experience practicing law and years of juggling business, family, and wellness, they are about to have some very real and honest discussions about what it takes to manage it all and share tips, tools, and truth about how they make it all work. Welcome back to another episode of the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. This week, we are going to be talking about management of our daily activities, but not by our favorite managing tool, which is our time management tools, which Laura and I, we could talk for multiple podcasts about time management um, and the tools and tricks that we've used over the years. This week, we want to approach managing your days a little differently with the idea of energy management. Um, And like we always say, and we always credit these topics definitely are born out of things that happen in our daily practice or in our personal lives or some kind of you know self-help or self-development, personal development books that we read and um, or listen to. And Laura had come across a, an incredible podcast interview on the topic of energy management. And we both took a listen to it. And it really ended up being so crucial for us. Um, I know particularly Laura with this week that she's had mm-hmm. to really focus on managing her energy better as opposed to just managing your time. So like well, you could write a to-do list for the day is long, right? It could be the longest to-do list. You could have a ton of things. You could prioritize them. You could mark them on your calendar. You can, in theory, set your days up for success. But if your energy is not there to match what your intention is on that piece of paper, on that to-do list, it's going to be really hard to still stay productive and like be able to meet the goals and the deadlines that you need to during the day. So rather than forcing yourself to try and just plow through, which we all know it's tough to do that when you have no energy, this is just an alternate way to approach the management of your day that you can really focus on when your energy is the highest, where you need to serve, you know, the most so that you need to focus that energy the most during the day, even if that means you can only take off a couple of things on your to-do list, but really being intentional about preserving your energy and focusing it on the tasks that need to get accomplished. This, this concept was really an eye-opener for me because of course it was a guest on the Ed Milet show, my favorite. And he said, which I don't agree with a hundred percent, but that people who are focusing on time management have it all wrong. Because if you can't manage your energy, you can't manage your time. Mm-hmm. So energy management has to come first. Now I love time management. So I don't a hundred percent agree with that, but it's true because if you like Amy and I love like time blocking, like I live by my time blocking tracker and I sit down at my desk every morning 
sometimes the night before. And I'll look at the blocks of time that I have and figure out what I'm going to do when. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what he was saying is that you first have to manage your energy. And when I sat back and thought about it, I thought, you know what? That is really true. Because if you can't manage your energy, how are you going to get through the day? You could have the best time blocking tracker in the world. I love my time blocking tracker. You can mm-hmm. have the best tracker in the world and have your day laid out and your to-do list and, and everything could be blocked and ready. But if you're not managing your energy, it's not going to work. So for example, if you are a morning person, right? And you, you block all of your most important activities for the afternoon, well, you have the most energy in the morning. So right. when you get through your morning and get to your afternoon, you're not going to have the amount of energy you need to do what you need to do at your best. Mm-hmm. So I know for myself, I am a morning person. So how I try to manage my energy is that, and it doesn't always go this way, but I will plan on doing like the major things I have to do for the day first thing in the morning, because I know that that's when I have the most energy because I get up, I do my morning routine. Sometimes I do my meditation. I've been better about it lately than over the past couple of weeks, but I do my workout. I do my reading in the morning. And I just know that I have the most energy earlier in the day. So if I wasn't, if I'm not managing that correctly, then I'm not going to be as productive as I can be throughout the day. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, And I feel like you can see where it kind of overlaps each other, right? Like if we know that our energy is the highest in the morning period, which both Laura and I are both like this, then we're going to try and set up our time management tools that we have to align with that because we know we can get the most done. And, you know, I also hear this about like creatives too, artists, writers, they all have like a sweet spot of like a time during the day that they feel the most creative or they feel like they are serving at like their highest self, their best self. And it's really interesting because part of that has to do with the energy that you have. Like, I can't imagine a writer sitting there telling themselves that they have to write 10,000 words. I don't even know how many words that is, or if that's a lot, but just for an example, if you have to write 10,000 words and you're telling yourself like, okay, well, I'm my most optimal self between nine and 11 AM, but I'm going to start writing those 10,000 words at like 7 PM at night. If that were me, I wouldn't be able to do it by 7 PM. My brain is fried. Um, and I just, it's just not how I would tackle my, my energy. The other part of it is that you don't just need energy to do your main tasks. Like you need energy for everything. So Mm -hmm. like, and it's easy to fall into the trap, which I have fallen to fallen into many times of you start working in the morning and you just plow through your day. You don't stop, you keep going. And then when you get home, like at least for me, and I know for you, and it's time to, you know, start your second full-time job of being a mom, you're just done. And you're literally crawling through the rest of your day. And so I try to be more conscious of like taking short breaks during the day. And this is something that he talks about too. You have to take breaks and you have to let your body recover because the constant go, go, go world that we live in isn't healthy for your energy. And I saw this 
I mean, I always knew that the go, go, go and stress affected me physically, but I didn't see it like in front of me until I started using something called the WHOOP, W-H-O-O-P. I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast yet, but it is an activity tracker. It's a bracelet. It's not a watch. It's a bracelet. And I've come to learn that it's used by a lot of professional athletes, like a lot of the NFL players use it. And so, of course, I'm obsessed with athletes and how they perform at the level that they do. So I started using it and it tracks your your strain, which includes not just physical activity, like the Apple Watch will track like your steps and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. This not only tracks your steps, but it tracks your resting heart rate, something called your heart rate variability. And it takes all these factors into account in a 24-hour period to calculate the stress on your body, the strain. And then it calculates your sleep performance and your recovery from the prior day's strain. And about a month ago, I I had been using it probably for about three weeks. So I had to go to a funeral with my parents and it was a very stressful day. And that was a Thursday on Friday. I didn't do a strenuous workout. I don't remember what I, maybe I did like stretching or something, but when I looked at the strain on my whoop, it's measured on a scale of one to 21, one being the lowest, 21 being the highest, you know, it was over a 15. And I sometimes don't have that level of strain when I run. So I was like, whoa, I was so stressed on Thursday and just emotionally drained. And I saw it when I looked in my Whoop app the next day, it was physically there in front of me. And it started to make me think about, wow, it's not just the physical things that affect our energy, it's mental and emotional too. So since Mm -hmm. then, I've tried to be more cognizant of how I am managing my mental stress, because like this week, like Amy talked about in the beginning, I've had a really, really, really stressful week. And I could see in my, on my whoop that my recovery was lower. My strain was higher. And today, today, probably because it's Friday and I know the week's over um, today, my recovery was very high and my strain was pretty low, but it's so important. I'm learning to manage your energy because if you can't manage your energy, you can't manage your time. Yeah. And uh, this is part of the reason why Laura and I also emphasize wellness so much. And we talk about self-care, you know, it's not just about setting up your day and your to-do list and your tasks, but it's like, how are you setting up yourself to be the best self that you could be for the day? I just saw an incredible thing on social media this morning saying like, you have the opportunity to live your life every single day. How are you going to show up and live that life? Like, how are you going to prepare yourself? And one of the biggest things that we took away from, you know, this podcast and reading about it, I know Laura's also reading a book, you know, about the power of, of focus and energy and whatnot. But like, when we take these things in and we examine them, we say like, how can my energy be better served with the kind of sleep that I'm getting, the kind of exercising that I'm doing, the meditation and, you know, resting techniques or anything else like that. What kind of food am I putting in my body? Like, this is probably going to be the biggest shocker to those of you that listen and know me so well and know my absolute love for coffee and all things coffee. (laughs) 
but I have not had a lick of coffee this entire week. I can't um, believe it. I cannot believe it. How am I func- How am I sitting here at this desk recording this podcast right now? I have not had one sip of caffeinated coffee at all this entire week. We're recording this on a Friday. So since Monday and the first day, I definitely felt a shift in my energy and a shift in my energy levels. But by day two, day three, the focus and the clearing of my, my brain fog and, and just my, my overall energy level was so much higher than I expected it to be. There's like a sharpness, sharpness that has come back with me. And I'm not saying that coffee is the only thing I've also definitely tweaked the nutrition that I have. I'm really dialed into a program that I'm doing right now, which helps actually like I'm fascinated by the, the gut health and all of the discussion around it. And so I'm really honing in on a particular program right now. So I'm feeding my entire body with really, really nutritious, fibrous foods, no refined sugars, no dairy, no gluten, no coffee. Although I'm probably going to try it this weekend and see how I feel. No, there's no alcohol. There's none of that stuff. And I will tell you the energy that I'm feeling has made me feel so good this week. It would be really hard for me to try and dip back into the pool of not feeling well by reintroducing those things back into my system. So it's going to be a test this weekend to see. I I know that coffee definitely has a physical effect on me and I have felt it with like heartburn or I felt it with a crash in the afternoon where I'm always reaching for another cup of coffee or another source of caffeine in the afternoon and I'm not feeling it this week. And, you know, just the idea that you can be tweaking your body's response and your, your energy levels to really maximize them while it might sound like this is like so much extra effort and so much work and whatever, I feel like it's really important to me to be able to show up as my best self and to have the most energy and to serve my clients, my business, my family, my kids the best way. So I'm willing to put in the work to try and figure out how I can be the most energized me. And, and, you know, to that point, and I'll, uh, this is the last thing I'll say on this point is that being a business owner is really stressful when I'm done with my day. Some days it's, I can definitely tell because I'll be talking to my husband and he'll say, well, you definitely had a stressful day. And like, I still wear it on my face and I'm still showing up like that because I'm drained or I'm just not myself at the end of a work day. And I don't want to come home like that. And I don't think anybody really ever wants to come home like that to their family and try to like show up and serve them. And I will never forget the quote that I had heard years ago was that I want to give my kids the best of me and not the rest of me. Yeah. It applies for your family. It applies for anybody that's important to you. I don't want to show up with just the little remnants and the crumbs from the cake from the day. I want to be able to really show up so present and fully, you know, serving everybody as best as I can. So this idea of energy management is really intriguing to me. And because it is so important, I feel like it was a great way to just share some techniques with our audience members that might be struggling with something similar like this. And I would guess that most people show up giving the rest of themselves because we are in a time and a society where it's like being busy and, 
it's like, how are you? Oh, I'm so busy. It's like a badge of honor. Mm-hmm. And you know, this is like one of our biggest pet peeves oh. because we don't look at it that way. Yes. Every, so what? Everybody's busy. And if you don't manage that busy, you are going to come home giving your family the rest of you instead of the best of you. And believe me, for quite a long time, I did that. And I still do it um, because it's easy to go, go, go and work all day, not manage your energy, not have good habits, and then come home and just literally have nothing left to give. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think your point about <clears throat> nutrition and how it, it's so um, individual and so personal, right? Yeah. Um, so I could eat one thing and be fine and you could have it and it won't agree with you and it won't right. make you feel good. So you have to find what works for you. But that is also part of energy management because what you are, the habits that you have either support or don't support your energy levels. Right. So by you making the decision to change some of your habits this week and try something different, you are seeing the benefits of that and how those healthier habits support a higher energy level. And, yeah. you know, so just because that's working for you doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else, but you have to find what works for you. But it's right. so important to look at all the different aspects of what goes into your energy level and figure out what habits are going to work best for you so that you can have the highest level of energy to show up as your best self and to not come home at the end of the day and be giving your family the rest of you. Right. Absolutely. I definitely echo what you just said, because some things work for some people and some things just don't. And, but you know, the, the biggest thing that Laura and I always talk about is your willingness to try things that are outside of your comfort zone to be a little more self-aware and realize that everything that you do affects you. I I think the, one of the quotes that I listened to recently was that we create our habits and then our habits create us. Mm -hmm. So when we create this habit, we're at, for example, I'll go back to my coffee habit of drinking a cup of coffee every day, nice big old mug. It's probably 16 ounces. And I kept on having that habit. That was me. That's part of my day. That's part of who I am. And then as soon as I say, you know what, what would happen if, and let me tell you, it's not fun. I actually really enjoy the taste of coffee. I really enjoy those (laughs) like simple pleasures in life. But if it's making me feel better, I'm willing to realize that this might be something that I need. Maybe it's not going to be a forever thing, but maybe on those weeks where I know that we're going to have a stressful, really, you know, a lot of challenging things happening in the week. Maybe I say, you know what made me feel really good? That one time when I gave up coffee for a few days and I felt so on top of it, maybe I should try that for this week. And then maybe I can go back to my regularly scheduled programming. Who knows? But it's just being mindful of the fact that, again, you're always in control of your choices and you're always in control of your life when you, when you boil it down to the daily actions that you take. So if you are willing to examine your energy levels in just like a different way and the management of your day in a different way and see if there are tweaks that could be made. I'm, I think you might surprise yourself to realize that you'll, you'll create new habits and maybe even better ones that are serving you more, uh, more holistically in the end. Right. So while time management is super important, it's so important to manage your time so that you can, you know, schedule your day to make sure you're as productive as you can be. I think 
even more important to manage your energy, come up with habits that work for you, not for somebody else, but for you to manage your energy levels throughout the day. One other tip that I want to give that works for me when I'm actually doing it is every 50 minutes to an hour, taking a break during the day. Even if it's literally just like closing my eyes at my desk and stepping away from my email and my computer, then that little break every once an hour is really helpful in giving my brain a little bit of rest. Do you still do that? I know you used to do that. Yeah. I have a timer set that goes off that reminds me, (laughs) especially because I'm reading more about with uh, Brendan Burchard right now. It's the ultimate reminder set a timer. And when it goes off of 50 minutes, just put your pen down. The world will not implode. You will be okay. You can come right back to it. But I agree with you. I, I personally have to get away from my desk. If I sat and closed my eyes, I'd still be reeling over what I I'm doing, but movement for me, see how we were just talking about things work for one person and not the other, but movement for me is really crucial because my brain starts like thinking of something else. I've kind of interrupted whatever it is that I was working on when I start to move. So I get up, I can go freshen a cup of tea. I can go get some water, whatever. And I, I take a physical break from wherever the space is that I am. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's a great way to break up the day, give your brain a little break, energize yourself, and then you can get back to what you were doing. But energy management is super important. So we hope that these tips were helpful for you. We thank you for spending time with us and we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to the Be the CEO of Your Life and Business podcast. If you have not already done so, be sure to leave us a rating and review so that we can reach even more businesswomen just like you. We will see you again next Monday for a brand new episode.